Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, your guide from the dark side, Dawson Richard. How is everyone doing on this lovely, lovely day? I hope you all are well. Uh, thanks again for tuning into my episodes. I know it's been a bit since the last one. I've been pretty busy with work and just, I've had a lot going on. But I'm back to give you guys another glorious episode. Um, real quick, just some little personal time or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> there's been a lot uh, going on in the country. We've had the protests, we've had unmarked vehicles and armed men snatching people off the street with literally like no justification in Portland. And of course, we still have the COVID-19 pandemic. Like, seriously, I'm not going to have to cover scary topics much longer because we're basically living in a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> but um, jokes aside, this COVID-19 stuff, you know, it's, it's, it's real. Like, it's just, it's not being talked about anymore. And the summer heat was supposed to kill it, but because of the incompetence of some select groups of people, it's still ongoing and it's actually popping back up. So just... Keep wearing masks, keep social distancing, and just, for the love of God, stay inside as much as you can. Like, get your groceries, get your necessities, and then just go the fuck home. Like, Netflix and chill, build a house of cards, play video games, just something. <laughs> you don't need to go to the bar or head to the strip club, you fucking bozos. Just, <laughs> anyway. Um, but I've got this new little outro thing, also. Uh, I felt that the whole, you know... If you're squeamish around gore, murder, and other heinous acts of violence thing just really didn't fit with every episode because a lot of these episodes don't really have that. Um, so I've done something a little new. Just tell me what you think about it. Uh, but yeah, let's get into this thing. The Void Frequency has content that some may find graphic, disturbing, or unsettling. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. Where a 12-year-old girl emerged from these woods bleeding. Is there any bleeding going on? Her clothing has got blood on it. Okay, and you found her and she was just laying there? Yeah. He's very thin with long arms and legs. What is he doing? He's standing behind a tree is very tall. To prove themselves, quote, worthy to Slender This is the monster known as Slenderman. Slenderman. Alright everybody, so today's episode is going to be on Slenderman and also the stabbings of 12-year-old Peyton Lotner. If you don't know anything about this case or its ties to Slenderman or, you know, hell, if you don't know anything about Slenderman, then I'm here to enlighten you, but I won't be doing it alone. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, give a warm welcome to my very first guest speaker on the show, who just so happens to also be my lovely wife, Chloe Richard. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Welcome Hello. to the show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just chose you for my first guest star. We're both in quarantine right now. In honor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, not the quarantine part. But. No, 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 not the quarantine. But, yeah, uh, I just figured, you'd, you know, we'd do a little quarantine episode together. I mean, we're going to be stuck with each other for two weeks, so... Yeah, three days, or already three days in, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, all right, well, so I'm going to be, so for this episode, I'm going to be covering all of, like, the Slenderman mythos and backstory, and Chloe here is actually going to cover the stabbing, so I guess I'll go from here. 
Yeah, all right. All right, cool, yo. So um, Slenderman got his start on June 10th in 2009 on this internet forum called Something Awful. His original post was made as like this, you know, there was like this Photoshop challenge, right, where this person basically was just saying, hey, make something spooky. So this dude named Eric Nudson, I think I'm saying that right, um, which doesn't matter because his, like, his screen name was Victor Surge. And as he was going under, like, the, you know, he was going under the pseudonym, he posts these pictures of these black and white swing sets with these kids and this tall, faceless entity in the background. And he even went so far as to add, like, this little flavor text underneath them. Um, I'll show you what the first one looks like. So the first one was this one. Oh. Yeah, you see in the background there? Yeah. Um, and underneath... Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> and underneath that one, it says, uh, we didn't want to go, we didn't want to kill them, but it's persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. Ooh. And, <laughs> yeah, so... The second uh, picture is this one, right? And it's kind of hard to see, but if you look back oh, here... Oh, yeah, I've seen this one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, this is, like, the popular one. This is the one that, like, popped up all over the internet. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that was the second one. That was, like, the really popular one. And that one said... One, this one was, like, more, like, almost like a found type thing, because this one's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blair Witch kind yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. So this one said, One of two recorded recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library blaze, notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished, and for what is referred to as the Slender Man. Deformities cited as film defects by officials fired at the library occurred one week later. Actual photograph confiscated as evidence. So it's like... So I guess, like, what it's, you know, with the scariness of it, it's, like, trying to be, like, something real, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, but not though so yeah i showed you the images you know um if you if you're curious literally just look up like eric nudson slenderman pictures should be like the first there's only two of them but uh anyway so this forum is also where it actually got the official name slenderman so Mm -hmm. did um, he give it to him yeah 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 yeah, in the original post because in that that second flavor text thing yeah um but people started to expand off this and they started to create, like, their own, like, little sightings and whatnot mm-hmm. and accounts. Like, so, like, you know, Creepypasta got, like, really popular. Mm-hmm. And I would go so far as to say that Creepypasta's origin is, like, tied to Slenderman and whatnot. Um, and it was, like, this monster basically made and created by the internet. So, yeah. So that's, that's something really cool about it. Um, I actually have a really funny story with this oh, one. Gosh. And you'll love this. You'll love this. Um, okay, so um, this is actually really funny because my best friends back home, like, I mean, these guys, we've been friends since, like, middle school, right? Dustin and Taylor. Oh. Like, <laughs> Chloe knows them. Chloe knows. And Taylor's going to love this when he hears it. Um, oh, okay. So when we first be- became friends, we were, like, really, really into Slenderman and stuff like that. Oh. Like, creepypastas. Uh, we were, like, obsessed with it. It was super cringy, but it was, you know, it was whatever. It was fun. Um, we would, like, we would, like, read all the creepypastas about Slenderman. And we watched, like, lore videos on it. It was wild. It was weird. Um, but we were so into the stuff that, like, a guy's night tradition, which guy's night was whenever we'd, like, it was, like, the boys night but anyway oh with the boys <laughs> but like that like a guys night tradition was going on what we called like these slendy walks right no why would you do that <laughs> and it started off no it, it started off as like this like walk down the road at the middle of the night because like we live in the middle of nowhere yeah. you know how it is like rural indiana no matter whose house there was going to be there was there was going to be some sort of road that led back into like the forest yeah and we'd always wait till like 12 o'clock one o'clock and we would just like start walking down these roads looking for Slenderman, kind why of. Why would you do that? I mean, it was, you know, it was whatever. It was what? fun. Um, kind of, okay, that's what it, like it started as, but like then like it became sort of an outlet. It's kind of it's touching a little bit because like as we went, no, listen, listen, <laughs> it makes sense. When we go, when we went into our friendship, like you know, when Dustin, Trevor, Taylor, Ethan, like the whole group was there, we'd still go on Slendy walks and 
we'd still call them Slendy Walks, but it was more of just, like, us, like, walking down the road and talking about, like, personal stuff and, like, stuff that was going on in our lives. So, like... A bonding. Yeah, it was, like, a little bonding moment. It was, like, a what little... What was a funny story? That was it. That was a funny story. Oh. It's because it's, you know, because it's Taylor. And <laughs> oh, I was the anything, Taylor Anything with Taylor okay. is funny. Right. Um, but there's a funnier one down the line. Don't oh, worry. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about if they're listening to this. So, hey, guys, love you if you're listening. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, you know, it's funny that, you know, it's whatever. But <laughs> anyway, back to, back to Slenderman, back to the the core so this creator this nudson guy right he said that his inspirations for the slenderman actually came from stephen king's the mist shadow people mothman and survival horror video games like silent hill and whatnot and even hp lovecraft so yeah cool stuff but um so like i said earlier as more and more of these people see these pictures and these stories it just takes off super viral there's like stories cosplay videos fan art like all this stuff and i this is something that i've always kind of felt like once once your whatever, like your project or whatever, has fan art, like it's like it's official. Like I feel like once <laughs> once something gets fan art, it becomes like it's like now viral. It's also interesting too when you were mentioning the other um, inspirations. I thought of um, in the uh, what is it called? Miss um, Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. The description. I haven't read the book. But in the movie, I know it's like blasphemy that I'm talking about the movie and not the book. But <laughs> in the movie, um, the antagonist, I don't even remember what they're called. I know I'm shameful. But um, the antagonists um, mutated into these creatures that whenever I first saw the movie, it really looked like Slenderman. Like they're very tall. Oh, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. the tentacles. Yeah, they I don't know what you're have talking about. Yeah. Um, we, we any facial it. features except yeah. for a mouth. And they eat. The Eyes of Children, you know. Yeah, yeah, we watched it, yeah, and like the, yeah, because we watched that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Good you stuff, should watch good it. Stuff. Yeah, anyway. it's, it's a good movie. <laughs> but, um, uh, what was I saying? Fan art, fan art, fan art. Uh, yeah, so, could, it, it's official. It's official, yeah. it's official, because if people are that dedicated to sit and draw something from, like, something that you made, you know, that's whatever. Mm-hmm. Or make other, like, their own sightings. Yeah, that kind of shows how hip something is. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, so some of the more popular things that came out of the Slenderman mythos are a bunch of creepypastas, obviously, and then there's this YouTube channel called Marble Hornets, and I remember Taylor was fucking... He would always, we gotta watch Marble Hornets, let's watch the Marble Hornets videos. (laughs) So, it's basically, like, this video series where this, like, film student named Alex Crayley is doing this film project on this thing called Marble Hornets, and each clip is shot, like, found footage style, it's all, like, behind-the-scenes type stuff. It's about all this weird shit that happens when he's recording, so there's, like, some clips where the audio is all cut out because, like, Slenderman was near when they were filming, and there's, like, your basic spooky video and audio distortion stuff, and sometimes you'll actually see Slenderman in the shots, I actually have one of the videos pulled up here that I'll let you watch. So we'll cut out the video here. So, yeah. So this is supposed to be like, was like a behind the scenes footage thing. Like they were just filming or whatever. Right. And so there's like no audio to this, which is why I needed it. But yeah, so just wait for it. Oh, is that? Oh, I don't like that. Uh, no, I don't like that. No. Yeah, it's, oh, no. Because, like, it's super, like, you can tell that it's a dude in a mask. Like, it's super, you know, it's whatever. But, like, it's just, like, it's, I don't want to say, like. I didn't like the head turn. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, like, it's really well done. I mean, yeah, for, like. Yeah, it doesn't need the sound from jump scares either. Exactly. Sure it can be done well. Exactly. Ooh, I could go off on a rant for about that. Horror, but I horror, won't. Horror. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, but that was, like, a really big deal, um, 
And it was like, as you can see, it was filmed kind of Blair Witch style, which is one of my favorite horror movies, as mm-hmm. you know, which she also You're knows. The only one? Yeah. You don't <laughs> even like horror movies? <laughs> I really don't. I really, I don't understand because all, all modern horror just relies on jump scares and I'm not about that. There's a difference between being startled and being scared. You know yeah. what I mean? Anyway. Uh, anyway. But yeah, so the Marvel Hornets thing was really big. Uh, there were a few other YouTube channels and sources that tried to do like a similar thing, but I really think Marble Hornets was the one that like really hit the nail on the head. Right. Okay. Um, but so anyway, here's, here's the funny, sorry, here's the really oh, funny, funny one. one right but, uh, shortly after this, uh, this was around the time that me and my friends were getting into it. So this is like, when, like right after Marble Hornets was like when me and Taylor and Dustin got really big into it. And there was this game that came out. I don't know if you remember called Slender Eight Pages. Oh, when you were in the woods and yeah, you had yeah, to collect yeah, yeah. the pages from the trees? That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Okay. So I was terrified of this game for so long. Um, take a guess why. So go ahead. <laughs> because you don't like horror games? Well, yeah, obviously. So <laughs> I never played I never played survival horrors before. Like, you know, I'd seen PewDiePie play like Amnesia, uh, like maybe like once, twice. And Taylor. Oh, I feel like, is that Tiny Box Tim for Markiplier? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's Amnesia, oh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's Honeybox Sam. Yeah. <laughs> and Taylor, one guy's night, so just deadass, shuts off all the lights, he locks the door, and he's no. like, come on, dude, it's a rite of passage to play it, me and Dustin already did it, now you have to. And I was so fucking creeped out and, like, pissed, and, like, I, like, I knew there were gonna be jump scares in the game, which, like, by today's standards, like, that, like, yeah. I can play that game and be fine. The, the jump scares are really weak or whatever. But, like, at the time, like, I was so fucking terrified. I was like, don't make me do this, Taylor. Don't make me do this. And he was like, oh, come on, dude, it's a rite of passage. You have to. It, like, wouldn't let me leave the room. And I remember playing, like, ten minutes of it. Like, literally, I got, like, Oh, jeez, I got, like, ten, like, ten minutes, I got, like, maybe one page, and then the moment, the first time that, like, the screen started going all static, I was like, no, Taylor, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't Yeah, uh... That doesn't surprise me. But, uh, so, I'm almost done talking, and then you guys can listen to my lovely wife, uh, but at this point, uh, you guys are probably, you know, I'm gonna paint a little mental picture for our audience, because, you know, I haven't really properly described Slenderman yet. But, um, so we'll go into, like, some of, like, the backstory and mythos. Um, but he's most commonly described as being very tall and thin with unnaturally long tentacle-like arms or just straight tentacles coming out of his back. Uh, which he can expand, or extend, oof, expand, (laughs) extend to intimidate or capture his, like, you know, the, the kids or young adults or whatever. And in most stories, his face is white and featureless, but occasionally his face appears differently, you know, to anybody who sees it. But I, I don't know, every single rendition I've ever seen, it's just he's faceless. It's uh, white. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. White, white. Yeah, 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 like white, white. Um, but he appears to be wearing a dark suit with a tie. Uh, the Slender Man is often associated with the forest and or abandoned locations and also has the ability to teleport. So, you know, like he usually just stands, like you never actually see him walk. He just kind of like pops around, you know what I mean? Hmm. But uh, proximity to the Slenderman is often said to trigger a slender sickness, uh, a rapid onset of paranoia, nightmares, and delusions, sometimes accompanied by nosebleeds. So, (laughs) Um, a lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But a lot of the early stories featuring him targeting children, you know, have him targeting children or young adults. Um, Some featured young adults driven insane or like, as like act on his behalf, almost like puppets. Unfortunate foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oof. But, um, you know, and some other claims say that, in like, investigating the Slenderman is enough to draw his attention. Uh, in, oh, we're screwed. I know, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> um, in Marble Hornets, they kind of try to establish the idea of these things called proxies. Gee. Oh, 
unfortunate foreshadowing again. Oh no, we're gonna hear more about those later. <laughs> um, which are humans who fall under the Slender Man's influence. Uh, fun fact: I wanted to cosplay one year as a proxy. It was real cringy. What would you do? I just like to I like. Cosplay I was just gonna wear someone cosplaying as. I was just gonna wear like a hoodie and like. Okay, he has like this symbol, the Slender Man symbol, which is basically just like a circle. With an X through it, so it's the X-Men symbol. It's the X-Men symbol. Okay. It's just the X-Men Very symbol. Very original. But I was just, you know, I was going to wear, like, a creepy mask and have, like, you know, oh, like, like creepy writing on it that's like, oh, the Slender Man. Oh. Slender Man. It was real cringy. Oh, it was really that's cringy. not cringy. Yeah. You can ask Taylor that con. I was like, we didn't, like, have any of the material, so I just showed up in a black and gray hoodie and was like, yep, look at me. I'm a proxy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, anyway, yeah, so... Uh, the Marble Hornets introduced a lot of, like, the lore behind Slenderman, so, like, there's, like, the whole interfering with video and audio recordings or whatever, but, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty wild, though, just how popular, like, he got, and the thing is, is, like, this Slenderman hype was really harmless in its early years, like, back when I was into it, it was super harmless, like, you know, it was yeah, just, just a bunch creepy of, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, things start to get dark, which I know that you have <laughs> a lot to say about that, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Speaking of stuff getting dark. <laughs> okay. What bad stuff happens in Waukesha, Wisconsin? Says Peyton Leitner five years after she survived a horrific stabbing. Peyton and the police alike both say that Waukesha is safe and it's a suburban area. I think it's around um, Milwaukee. Really a family-friendly kind of area. Mm -hmm. So what then led to such an attack. A tall, faceless man who preys on children. Slenderman! That's right! <laughs> Slenderman! It's May 30th, 2014. Three 12-year-old girls are having a slumber party to celebrate a birthday. There's Peyton, Morgan Geyser, and Anissa Wire. The girls were all in sixth grade at the time. Peyton befriended Morgan in the fourth grade after noticing that she was sitting alone and that she didn't really have any friends. That's sweet. Yeah. Um, very empathetic. So they quickly became best friends after being introduced to each other. Mm -hmm. In fifth grade, Anissa moved into their school and she actually lived in the same apartment complex as Morgan. So they rode the same bus um, and obviously their apartments were very close. So they had um, quick and easy access to seeing each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's when dynamics in their friendship began to change. Oh, no. Peyton felt that Anissa was jealous of her friendship with Morgan, which motivated Anissa to treat her, quote, cruelly. Ooh. This tension led Peyton to want to distance herself from the other two girls, but it wasn't until Morgan and Anissa became obsessed with Slenderman that Peyton became afraid. I thought it was odd it kind of frightened me a little bit. Peyton asks her mom if Slenderman was real and was absolutely re relieved when she was reassured that he wasn't. Mm -hmm. I told Morgan that it scared me and that I didn't like it, but she really liked it and thought it was real. It was Anissa, Peyton says, that solidified Morgan's belief that Slenderman existed and was indeed real. Little did Peyton know, Slenderman would not have to appear for something horrific to happen. On May 31st, so the morning after the sleepover, mm -hmm. Peyton wakes up to find Morgan and Anissa downstairs on the computer. Unbeknownst to Peyton, her friends had been scheming a murder plot for six 
months. Jesus. Leading up six months? Twelve year olds, yes. Twelve year olds taking six, six months. Months. Jeez. They initially agreed to kill her in her sleep. Oh, at the sleepover in Morgan's apartment. But they decided against it. Let her have another morning, Morgan said. <sighs> yeah. The trio eats breakfast as Morgan and Anissa propose a plan to Peyton. Let's go to David's park and take a walk. Peyton later recalls this to be odd because Morgan wasn't usually allowed to go to the park without adult supervision. Yeah, for, but probably right? for good reason. <laughs> yeah, um, but because it was her birthday, her parents were like, "Yeah, you have your two friends. You guys can go. God, that's have so fun. fucked. That's so fucked. I up. know." Um, so Peyton agrees to go to the park with them, and this is where the other two girls devise a second murder plot, um, or a second kind of draft of the murder plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a... um, they planned to kill Peyton in the bathroom the, at the park. Jeez. But according to investigators, they essentially chickened out um, because they just didn't think that it was the right place. So there was one chance left to go into the woods and play hide-and-seek. Oh, no, not... <laughs> and Peyton didn't want to go, and she said that they coerced her into going into the woods. So at this point, she probably knows that something's off. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I think her parents said later that she kind of ignored or, like, wasn't really sure what those feelings were, yeah, but yeah, that yeah. something like kind of felt wrong. Just being like, well, something feels off, but right. fuck it, hide-and-seek. Right. And, well, and she says, too, that she continued to be friends with them because she didn't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she didn't want to leave them alone. So I think it's just kind of her feeling like, oh, well, like like I said, you know, what I started with, like what bad stuff happens yeah. in Waukesha, what's going to happen. So Yeah, she's a good person or whatever. You know. Yeah, so she goes with them. So once they're in the woods, Anissa and Peyton go to hide from Morgan. Anissa tells Peyton to lie down on the ground and cover herself in leaves and sticks to better conceal herself. Peyton complies, giving Anissa the opportunity to sit on top of her Ooh. and kind of hold her down. Morgan appears, now brandishing a kitchen knife with a five-inch blade. Jesus. And looks to Anissa. I'm not going to until you tell me to. Anissa replies, go ballistic. Go crazy. Fuck, these are 12-year-old kids. 12-year-old kids. Just stabbing each other and shit. This is fucked. Morgan stabs Peyton a total of 19 Good times. God, 19. Living, uh, leaving wounds on her arms, her legs, and her torso. Anissa and Morgan tell Peyton to stay on the ground where she'll bleed out slower. 12-year-old uh, logic, you know. Uh, as they go to get help. Detective Michelle Trissoni said later that Anissa admitted, no, we weren't going to get our help. We wanted her to die. Oh, that's, that's fucked too. That's, this whole thing's fucked. Giving her oh, it, like... gets, it gets more fucked. Okay, go for it. <laughs> um, but they leave the scene and they leave Peyton there alone and terrified. So Peyton struggles to walk until she reaches a bike path. She collapses and is found by a cyclist who calls 911. Um, Peyton is rushed to a hospital where she undergoes surgery. One of the wounds cut the tissue on her heart. Oh, my God. And barely missed cutting the artery. 
the surgeon, one of the surgeons that operated on her said that if the wound would have been the width of a human hair deeper, it would have sliced the artery. And then she sort of started hemorrhaging, had a heart attack and died, which thankfully did not happen. That's... Which is terrifying. That I mean, that cl- a human hair. That's how close she was to dying. Um, so meanwhile, while she's in the hospital and undergoing surgery, uh, Anissa and Morgan are searching for a mansion in the woods that they believe Slenderman lives in. What the fuck? <laughs> Their search brings them five hours north, where they are found on the side of I-94 and apprehended by police. Investigators describe the pair. Their demeanor was very calm, very relaxed. Both girls had blood stains on their clothes. And there is at least one backpack between them in which the police find the knife, granola bars, water bottles, and family photos. And clothes. They they weren't intending um, on coming back, at least not anytime soon. They wanted to go... Live with um, Slenderman live with Slenderlim- in the woods. I can't talk. Slenderman <laughs> in the live woods. Live with the Slenderman. Oh my gosh! Um, You're just gonna like welcome them in, like a, like, oh, an, yeah, old, like an old, arms. like an old grandma yeah. with open tentacles. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> <Come> um, <in>. <laughs> <laughs> upon being detained, they're placed into two separate interrogation rooms. And in the state of Wisconsin, a parent does not have to be present for a minor to be interrogated. Oh, that's. Weird, but I mean, I guess good um, in this situation. Uh, the, well, and the investigators said that they find that usually children are uh, more likely to be honest with their parents not there. When yeah, when their parents are there. Cool, so cool. the interrogations that follow are disturbing. All of what I'm about to read, save for one sentence that I had to kind of just put in there, consists of direct quotes from the transcripts and the videos. But some of the lines will be either out of order or combined for the sake of the episode. Sounds good. Let's get right into it. Roll the tapes. Interrogation 1. Morgan Geyser and Detective Tom Casey. Is she dead? I don't know. She was taken to the hospital. What? Uh, I was just wondering... Did you feel bad that you stabbed one of your best friends? I thought about it, but then I decided that remorse would get me nowhere. It's easier to live without regrets. What were you trying to do when you stabbed her? Kill her. I might as well just say it. We were trying to kill her. So, did you guys talk about doing this beforehand? Anissa said we had to. I didn't want to do this. I was afraid of what would happen if I didn't. Why? Because she said he'd kill our families. Who's he? Um, a man. I didn't know him, but Anissa knew him. He's called Slenderman. Who's Slenderman? He's, um, he's this tall, faceless man who preys on children. Interrogation 2. Anissa Wire and Detective Michelle Trussoni. There's this website called the Creepypasta Wiki. Okay. It's full of, like, horror stories that are meant to purposely scare you. 
and there's one of them called Slenderman. At his own will, he can like explode these tendrils from his back and like strangle his victims. From what the creepypasta wiki said, he targets children most. I was really scared knowing that Slender could easily kill my whole family in three seconds. To prove yourself worthy to Slender, you have to kill somebody. Morgan said, we have to kill Bella. Peyton Leitner. <clears throat> so holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, kid, it's just, it's weird, because, like, you read that, and it's, like, like kids said that, and kids actually, like, believed that. Twelve-year-olds. Twelve-year-olds, 100% believed that. It's... Yeah. I would, if you're interested in this case, I would recommend watching the interrogation videos. I've, I found all of the clips that I used for research from ABC News, um, either on YouTube or their website. Uh, I know HBO did a documentary over it, too, but um, to see the interrogation videos mm -hmm. is just really it's just disturbing especially since they both um like i said they have blood on their clothes um morgan in particular so the first interrogation morgan um before the interrogation began i think at least chronologically in the video that's where it was mm -hmm. um she was literally dancing around the interrogation room and like what talking to herself what the fuck yeah what the <sighs> Yeah, it's pretty, pretty disturbing. So um, the interrogations happened and then moving forward into kind of the um, several years of like litigation and court, yeah, yeah, yeah. court hearings and everything. So Anissa Wire and Morgan Geyser were tried as adults and charged with first degree attempted intentional homicide. In 2016, in police custody, Morgan was diagnosed with early-onset schizophrenia. Anissa pleaded guilty to a lesser charge and was found not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. Morgan pleaded guilty to the first-degree charges. Um, she was convicted but found not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect as well. They were both charged up to 25 years and up to 40 years in a mental institution. In 2018, they were both sentenced to undergo indefinite treatment in a mental institution. Peyton graduated high school this year, oh. and she plans to attend college to pursue a degree in medicine, which is um, a, deci a decision that she said was influenced by... What happened to her okay so she like the, to help people. that's good that's good yeah. that's sweet that's a nice little ending the two you know little psychos get locked up and then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> peyton makes it away she survives uh, yeah uh, well that's that's good that's good it's just it's so weird that something that is like clearly created by the internet can convince these girls to do something like that because mm -hmm. it's like it's it's weird because it's like a known fact that slenderman was created by this Eric guy. Like, it's not like it was, like, something where it's, like, oh, like, Bigfoot, where it's, like, could it be real? Science mm -hmm. can't disprove it. Like, it was, like, Slenderman was a story created recently. Like, it's not like it was something from, like, the 80s and the 70s or whatever. Like, yeah. it's, like, it's a real thing. Like, it's a real thing that was created in, you know, a more modern age, and it's just, you know, to kind of tweak and expand it upon by random people on the internet. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, it's, like, it's not like there's, like, this mysterious origin to him, so it's just, it's weird to me that they would become so obsessed with this very clearly fake entity to the point where they would try to, you know, sacrifice some little girl 
some innocent, one of their best friends. one of their best friends, some yeah. innocent little girl, you know, yeah. to it. Like it's just it's just wild stuff. It's weird. And it's also, I thought it was interesting that the um, that Anissa was talking about the creepy pasta wiki and like the fact that they were so delusional. Yeah, that they yeah. saw something on a Wikipedia page and we're like, called Creepy Pasta, <laughs> and they know. And she even acknowledges like their stories just that are meant to scare, scare you. People. Exactly. And so you would think that knowing that it's from a wiki and knowing that like the, the stories pasta. are yeah. there to scare you, and they're stories, they're not. You know, it's not um, fact. Um, like it's not like true accounts, that. like a, right yeah. to see that and to just convince yourself. Um, that it, not only was it real and that it could kill you, but that they were willing and, um, want, you know, able to sacrifice someone to him. And yeah. I think you can definitely yeah. see that, too, in the um, interrogation that Morgan specifically um, did not expect yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pain no. to survive. Yeah. She Absolutely. Was, she no, was they were surprised. Yeah, they were ready for her to be fucking Which is dunzo. why they were going to the mansion, because they thought that they Because they're like, we did it. Themselves. We did it. Slenderman's gonna bake us, us bake us some cookies like grandma. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that'll about. Oof. All right, everybody, that'll uh, just about do it for this episode. Thank you so much to my lovely wife Chloe for coming on the show and talking about this super interesting topic with me. Um, if there's anything you'd like to promote or shout out for, you know, go for it right now. Oh, um, well, I also have a podcast. She does. Um, <laughs> it's called Let's Talk About Lit. It's on YouTube and CastBox, and I talk about YA fiction, uh, specifically dystopia, because that's my kind of shtick. Um, I just finished The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, and I have a lot to say. Not a whole lot of good things, but, you know, I'll get to that. <laughs> um, but if you like YA fiction, um, you should check it out. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, hey, it's it's good stuff. I'll make sure to have a link. A uh, link will be put in the description of this video um, and, you know, the episode or whatever. Like, you'll be able to click that link and go right to him. So. And we'll be doing uh, – he'll be guest starring on my podcast, too. I will be. So I will. That's a surprise. Well, what we'll be covering is a surprise. Yeah, I won't go that far. That. <laughs> we won't give away all the spoilers. But, uh, uh, all right, as, I, as always, thanks again for listening. I hope you all enjoyed this little episode. Uh, how did you like the whole guest thing? Did you like it? Uh, do you prefer just hearing, you know, my dumbass speak? Or would you like a mixture? How bad was I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, yeah, let me know in the comments. Uh, if you didn't, or if you did, you know, like the whole thing, don't worry. I plan on having all sorts of these guests come on in season two of The Void Frequency. Um, if you didn't like it, I, I'm still going to have a lot of episodes with just me, so you'll have those to enjoy, but... You know, stay safe, everybody. Stay out of the woods. Check your audio for any slender tampering or slender sickness. And above all, stay weird, everybody. Good night. <laughs>